News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The HSE has apologised to the parents of a 20-year-old man who died after he was attacked by a stranger with a severe psychiatric condition who burst into his house. Jimmy Lockton was killed in his home in Sligo in February 2018 when the stranger, Richard McLaughlin, attacked him with a crowbar. Michael Lachlan, father of Jimmy Lachlan, joins us now. And Michael, thanks indeed for talking to us this morning. Uh, just tell us a little bit about your son, Jimmy, please. Okay, um, Jimmy was a lovely boy. He had so many close friends and um, wouldn't harm a fly. Um, very positive, very outgoing. Just started doing DJing um, and um, really loved Sligo, really loved Ireland. Um, we moved to Ireland in 2002. So, um, you know, Jimmy really loved Ireland and, and had a great, great circle of friends. And um, unfortunately... On the 24th of February 2018, he he was um, getting ready to go to work um, about half past one on a, a lovely, funny enough, a lovely sunny Saturday afternoon. Um, we were talking to him around about 11 o'clock in the morning um, and um, we, were, we were heading into Sligo um, to pick him up some lunch and everything and take him to work and sort of five minutes into our drive into Sligo to meet him. We got a phone call from one of his friends saying that there's some ambulances outside uh, the um, property where Jimmy was renting with his friends. And um, we sped down the, the road to get there. It took us about five minutes, seemed like five hours. I'm sure. And uh, we pulled up and there was a load of guard tape uh, across the street and everything. And, and the guards wouldn't let us through. They said, no, you can't come through. And I said, that's, that's my son's house. That's, that's Jimmy. And they said, oh, no, you can't come through. And they said at the time, we think he might have been hit with a baseball bat. And um, we were crying in the street for five or six minutes. And they said, well, we have to take you to the Garda station. We said, no, no, we'll go to the hospital. We'll wait there for him. And they said, no, we'll take you to the Garda barracks. And uh, we were in the Garda barracks for, I suppose, half an hour. And then the same detective who who wouldn't let me through, who who came, good friends of mine, a Rainbow Derrick, um, said we're really sorry, but Jimmy, Jimmy's dead, and that's what happened to us for no reason. And um, what actually what actually happened? Um, we had to take the coroner to court in Sligo because subsequently um, Richard McLaughlin was actually charged within kind of 10 minutes of it happening. And we found out through the coroner's inquest and the guard depositions that when um, when this guy came out of his apartment block next door, Richard McLaughlin came out of his apartment block next door, he was he kind of was armed with a crowbar. And um, he was walking along the street and I, 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 my memory is that he was kind of acting strange. And a lady kind of was driving her car down the street and she found the guards. And as it happened, the, the, the person who answered the telephone in the Garda barracks in Sligo um, was actually on the camera. So he actually zoomed the camera onto Conley Street. And um, as it followed along, um, it showed Richard McLaughlin smashing my son's front door in, which took about 35 seconds. This was actually played in the coroner's inquest. So, of course, you can imagine me and my, my wife and our daughters ran out the ran out the door because we didn't want to see it. No. 
no, my, sure. my, my brother my brother and people watched it so it showed him smashing Jimmy's door in and he, he went in the house then and he went into all the bedrooms he went upstairs and, and downstairs his fingerprints were found by the forensic guarder and he came outside and went back into his, his apartment next door and um, the guards were en route to him and um, the, when they got to his apartment he was in the shower um, and his, the crowbar that he used to kill Jimmy was propped up against his bed. Michael, and, it's, it's, uh, it's I, I, I mean, I'm, there are no words that, that any of us can say. You, you've been through an absolute nightmare. You believe this could have been avoided? Okay, well, 100%. And the most bizarre thing about it is my brother's actually a consultant psychiatrist in Windsor. So we kind of, what we had to do, we had to take the coroner to court to get the medical record. So that took a year. Um, it was literally four days before Jimmy's first anniversary. So um, we got the medical records and, and we had to get them sent over to, to, to London to have them all checked out and everything. And what actually happened, in, in just, just briefly, Richard McLaughlin was under the care of um, mental health service in Sligo for a very long period of time, in excess of 10 years. And all through his medical records, right up until when he murdered Jimmy, it's like a guard of fire. There's just violence, 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 violence everywhere. In 2012, he had a, a very long siege in Sligo. He, he barricaded himself into his mother's house. And, and put all furniture in front of the front door and the back door and he threw all his, the telephones and mobiles out on the street and the guards had to send special trained up um, uh, people in to talk him round. He had a, an 18 inch long machete um, held to his mother's throat and he threatened to kill her and they arrested him and they took him into St Columbus under the Mental Health Act and three weeks later a forensic psychiatrist came up from the Central Mental Hospital, this is in 2012, um, came up from the Central Mental Hospital and interviewed um, Richard McLaughlin. And he'd done an eight-page report, um, Paul O'Connell his name is, and in that report it said that should Richard McLaughlin leave the hospital, he needs to, because um, he, still, he still was harboring thoughts of matricide, which means killing his parents or, and killing members of the public and he said if he leaves the hospital there was a eight, eight page thing saying he must go into a warden's accommodation he must refrain from taking drugs and alcohol um, and there was a big care plan put in place um, and when the psychiatrist at the coroner's inquest was asked were you aware of what happened to Richard McLaughlin in 2012 with his mother yeah were you aware of the report that was done by Paul O'Connell yeah did you read the report yeah did you implement any of the port, any of the report? And he said no. Um, and in 2015, there was another serious incident um, where he threatened to kill um, a, a gentleman, and, and then he was threatening to kill his mother. And again, he was arrested. And the guard who arrested him that particular day, Garda Kennedy, gave evidence in the coroner's inquest that he contacted the mental health services and told them, you know, this guy is in front of us a hell of a lot and, you know, you need to do something about it. This can't ha keep happening. And then he, he gave that report to the superintendent in Sligo called Paul Kilcoyne. And Paul Kilcoyne sent emails to um, the HSE telling them, you know, this, this, you know, you must keep in contact with us, et cetera, et cetera. He's highly dangerous. He's a threat to Angarda Shikorna. He's a threat to the, his parents. And he's a threat to the people of Sligo. And 
a consultant psychiatrist wrote back saying, yeah, yeah, we, we, we hear your concerns more or less and we'll keep in contact with you. And literally a couple of months after that, he, he, he didn't have any engagement with mental health service. He went, you know, a year, maybe a year and a half, not even having any appointment. Michael, given, given all that you've outlined, yesterday's apology from the HSE, what does that mean, if anything, to you as a family? Well, to get an apology from the HSE is kind of sometimes nearly impossible, I'm led to believe, but it's too little too late. It took five years, you know, and at the end of the day, doctors are doctors, you know, it's, they should, you know, there should have been an investigation by the HSE the minute this happened, you know, and then they should say, look, we, 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 we've looked into this for you and here's our report. And, you know, if you, if you're taking us to court, you know, here's our report into what's happened. It shouldn't be for me or my family to go to great lengths um, in the coroner's inquest to, to go through all the medical records of Richard McLaughlin to show that the HSE um, mismanaged their patient. I mean, this guy, okay, um, posted 1,400 videos, 1,400 files, I beg your pardon, which amounts to 2,000 hours. He used, the, on YouTube, he used the name Lucifer. And we've got, we, we've got these videos. We managed to get copies of them and everything else before they were taken down from YouTube. And in one of the videos, which is about September or October 2017, Richard McLaughlin says that he's just been to Heaton, Buckley and Sligo and he's bought a crowbar and he can kick, words to the effect, he could kick anyone's front door in and he smashes the crowbar on, on, the, on the floor in his apartment around the corner from where Jimmy lived. And he says, I could take anyone's head off with a flick of a switch. Okay. Now, and all, all other things. It's just absolutely off the radar what's gone on here. Michael, you could, you know, Michael I, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm at a loss for words. I, I'm so sorry for what you and your family have had to go through. And, and thank you for speaking so eloquently. Uh, to us uh, this morning um, uh, we, we really appreciate it um, uh, and our, our condolences uh, at, at your, your horrific loss uh, Michael Lachlan, father of Jimmy Lachlan thank you indeed for talking to us uh, this morning, if you were affected by any of the issues that you heard in that interview uh, the Samaritans helpline is 116123 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.